Thank What's you. going on, guys? We got uh, episode 33 of the Thoughtful Banter Podcast. But first, before we begin this podcast, like always, we want to remind you guys, the best way for you to support us, that's very free, it's very easy right now, is if you like this on whatever platform it is, liking uh, this on things like Spotify and Apple Podcasts is the equivalent of just rating the show. So scroll down to Apple Podcasts, scroll down to Spotify, give it a five-star ratings, please. It goes a long way. If you're on YouTube right now, like the episode, comment, and please, inshallah, share it with a friend. Let us know your thoughts. We're not out here saying we write about everything. We want to know your opinion as well, even if we disagree with you. Hussein, would you like to uh, shout out the patrons real quick? Yes. So shout out Ahmed, Ali, Ali, Asad, Latifa, Farouk, Muhammad, TJM, Justin, and Jordan? Yeah. Jordan. If you guys want to become a patron, click the link down below. It is the second best way to support us because you're bringing food on the table. That's how we actually got some of our equipment. That's how we got people to help us with the production of these episodes. It goes a long way. Thank you so much. Unfortunately, we have seen in the news that earthquakes hit Syria, really bad earthquakes, powerful earthquakes hit Syria and Turkey. And unfortunately, a lot of people have lost their lives and the death count. is So we still actually don't have an accurate number of how many people actually died. So <clears throat> many people have lost their lives. Many people are going to be affected by these earthquakes. And it is a tragedy. One thing I do want to address, and this is something this is a weird thing that happens on Muslim only Muslim social media. And you think we have some act right um because we have like the best religion but this weird thing that happens on social media sometimes and i've seen it here and there and it's honestly disgusting because there are a hadith that mentions stuff about earthquakes and natural disasters being connected to certain sins a lot of times there are people who use moments like this to say things like it's because there was a lot of zina here or a lot of zina there must have been a lot of zina happening in this place and that's why these earthquakes happen happen first of all there is no way for you to know or to distinguish a difference between something that just happens naturally or God caused to happen as a punishment for people who are sinning. So don't you dare even try to make that assessment because you are not the prophet of God. You are not the Ayyemba. You have no direct connection. There's nothing being revealed into your heart. You don't know. You have no knowledge. <laughs> you have no, you have no idea what you're talking about. You have no idea what you're talking about. So instead of making ridiculous claims and accusations, shut your mouth and pray for the people that were affected. Okay, that and that's and that's the truth. And even even if we say, even if we know for one hundred percent fact that there was this thing happening in this area and that's the cause of the earthquake, there are still people who are affected by this earthquake that weren't a part of that. So even then, get off your high horse and have some empathy. That's all. I have, that's all I have to say about that. I don't really have fact. anything else. Of course, donate if you can and. Prayers, I know thoughts and prayers is like a, a thing that's like termed as corny and a lot of Western society kind of like scorns that nowadays, but prayers work and prayers are significant. So do whatever you can, whatever is in your power to do, do it. Mashallah, I actually haven't seen people do that, but I'm not saying it hasn't happened. I, I know Muslims, unfortunately, it's, are it's, so goofy. It's specific parts of like social yeah, media. I'm sharp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the, I, 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 don't, I don't doubt you because I've seen that kind of stuff before. It's like mm. instead of praying, it's like, dude, we don't. It's an earthquake. That's a terrible thing. Like, yeah. it, it, you see the footage of it, man. Like, we are so desensitized, at least living here, to like a lot of bad things in the earth, man. Like, an earthquake, it's like you can't run away from an earthquake, bro. Like, imagine your house, your house just falls, caves in, caves yeah. in, and you're in the house. Like, you can't, man. Like, that's terrible. Yeah. So, oh. very moment, very of, moment of silence for that, for real. Inshallah. Yeah. A lot of things happen in the social media lately, man. I feel like 
things are moving so quickly. Like I'm seeing a lot of like, in terms of the gym, there's mm-hmm. like this thing now where girls on TikTok are just recording themselves work out. Yeah. And they're calling out guys for quote unquote staring at staring at them. It's interesting because sometimes a guy is staring at a girl. There's in a, a lot creepy of, way. There is a lot of creepy behavior that goes on in gym, especially like especially gyms like Planet Fitness where there's like a low barrier to entry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I think the cheaper the gym, yeah. the more old creepy dudes are there because they're just they're not really dedicated to working out, you know. Um, but I also see like a lot of these videos, the guys are not staring at anybody. And the the whole thing is weird to me because it's like if I'm working out and have a camera, I'm actually automatically going to bring attention to you. Yeah. Just even, even like unconsciously I'm walking by and I see a camera, I'm looking like, why is there a camera at the gym? Like, am I in someone's shot? You know? And then also it's like, I'm, if I'm seeing you record yourself, I'm like, why are you recording yourself? Cause I'm thinking like, is, is this girl or is this guy like some influencer? Do I know them? You know, like why they record themselves deadlifting 135. That's not impressive. Like I'm thinking like, <laughs> like no one cares about your gym, your gym talks. It's kind of cringy. It's like, why does yeah. everyone want to record their workouts? I mean, I don't think that, I mean, some people don't even have like social media, but do it for like, they'll have a coach that they send these videos to or mm-hmm. something like mm-hmm. that. Like there's all kinds of reasons for you to record yourself doing something. But the, th- the thing that's problematic is, or the thing that's, yeah, the thing that's problematic is that when people use their recording to like catch people who are looking or staring or creeping on them. And in reality, there's a thousand reasons why that person could be like doing what they're doing. And it's not exactly clear why they're doing it, but yet they jump to the conclusion that, Oh, I know that this person thinks I'm attractive and is trying to be weird and creepy and stare at me. I feel like these people, a lot of times want attention. And I'm not, I'm not saying that there aren't creepy dudes to the gym. We have a whole episode about this. Actually. It's like one of our most viewed reels. We're talking about like creepy, creepy dude creepy behavior dude. at the gym. Yeah, yeah. Get it. It's, it's terrible. But like these, a lot of these girls are just wanting something on social media. Oh, this creepy guy is staring at me. Oh my God. It's like, I'm looking at this video. The guy's not staring at you. He's looking maybe at your direction. You're probably using equipment he wants to use. Like all the time, I'd be pat- like if I'm if I'm looking if I, I mean, need the rack we, again. We don't know, but the 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 fact that there are so many possibilities makes you posting this video extremely goofy. It's very goofy. <laughs> extremely like, goofy. If I'm at the gym and I'm and I want some equipment and it's packed, I will be pacing back and forth. Yeah, you'll be because I'm in up. line. You'll I'm posted, posted up, up yeah. and I'm looking over like, is this person done yet? Is this yeah. his last set yet? You know, and maybe that person thinks you're staring, but like. I, I I just want what you're using. Especially <laughs> nowadays, bro. Like you go in the gym at five six p.m. There is not a space to move in the gym, yeah. basically. And so if you're like waiting for the benches or something, you literally have to be posted up, like on that jump. Exactly. I mean, there's one time like where we actually went to the gym and it was like in the afternoon, and um, we were waiting for this bench and this guy tried to cut in front of us. You remember that? Yeah. And it's like you really got to be posted up. Yeah. Like, this is my bench, bro. Move so- on. I got dibs crazy um what do you think speaking of influencers speaking of gym influencers recently i've seen this like fusion and crossover between gym and like muslims and the gym right yeah so like especially from the dudes but there are also some really popular uh, female muslim lifters as well um some of them are really strong bro i'm not gonna hold you but um especially i'm talking specifically for the guys uh, there's like this, you know, we have to be strong, like the Sahabi, we have to be strong, like 
the people during their prophet's time. So go to the gym, brother. Go to the gym, brother. Go to the gym, brother. And then they'll have like... <laughs> Allahumma salli ala Muhammad. This clip playing over them like getting ready to go to the gym and they'll start off like shirtless but like i guess their belly buttons covered or belly something. button censored some of them some of them. i just have my 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 first four packs of abs some of showing them well like yeah they'll do that some of them don't even do that but they'll have like this music playing in the background sometimes they'll have quran playing in the background or they'll be like i just like watch this one tiktok this dude is like shirtless in his kitchen like cleaning up and he's listening to this dude recite quran like on his tv as he's doing his chores and he's as like, I'm shirtless. Mashallah. As I'm dude, shirtless. The dude reciting is this guy. And I'm like, what is the point of this video? <laughs> this is like this is like cognitive dissonance to a new level. It's um it's it's more than just the gym. I feel like there's just a trend on social media where it's like we're we're like monetizing Islam, mm-hmm. but we're not we're, we we are still interacting with the content through the general social media lens of what's trending fast yeah and sex sell so for and, example and there's this guy yeah so like i'll give an example there's this one influencer i'm not gonna say his name i'm sure he's a nice dude but like there's like a he has like youtube videos there's called like i'm like he's like reciting the quran right but like the way the camera is and like the way his dress and like his posing and everything it's like I'm reciting the Quran, but look how sexy I am. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's really cringy. And I'm yeah. like, mashallah, like you have a great recitation, but it's really cringe. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's similar to this. It's like, oh, work out for the Sahaba. Like, like work out to be like the Sahaba, but I'm also shirtless and look how nice my physique is. And it's like, I don't think the Sahaba were actually, I don't think anyone back in the day was concerned with their appearance. Really, they're looking at like functional fitness. Yeah. Like, well, that's one. Like, if you really <laughs> want to get down to it, that, that's like, the, yeah. that's facts. You're right? just lean, bro. You're just lean. Yeah, you're not. Um, two, there's like, like, like you said, there's this weird like commodification, like clout chasing phenomenon that's happening with. I think, I think it happens with religion. I think Islam is just the hot religion right now. Yeah, um, everyone's and converting. So that's what everyone's like hopping on. But it. So I, w- I want to write about this. But I was having a hard time kind of distinguishing between these two two like categories of people. But in my head, it's something it goes something like this, right? So you have a group of people who are who have jobs and they're just Muslim. Like their being Muslim has nothing to do with their job. Their job has nothing to do with them being Muslim. They're just like a dude who codes and he's a Muslim guy who codes. Okay, who cares? We don't care about that that person. Then you have people like us, <clears throat> people who create content, who either create content that's us or produce a service. Or um, pr- like, or sell something o- online catered specifically to Muslims' needs. Yeah. Right. And then you have this weird other section that's like, we're Muslims and we're content creators, but we're not really serving anyone but ourselves, and using Islam as a vehicle to do that with. I think I just clarify the the. You the, did clarify, I think like I right did, there. Yeah, like right here. I think I just clarified. Like it's not it. serving anybody. <laughs> no, but it's but not. but Islam is this vehicle you're using because it's like Islam is training like even like to to the to like the sound like that you're using like mm-hmm. on Instagram or TikTok when you're posting the sound is trending. So it's yeah, like exactly. I happen to be very fit. I look really good with no clothes on, and I'm Muslim. So. I'm going to record myself putting in beard oil and working out with Allahumma Sadi Allah Muhammad Wa Muhammad playing the background <laughs> and somehow it's religious motivation. Yeah. Well really I'm a dude who's just going to the gym. 
and Allah knows our intentions. And it's like, Islam wants you to be fit, but actually, what are you doing? <laughs> you know? But there's some guys who do it right. Like, there's these uh, there's these brothers who have been at it for years now. It's like these, these calisthenics uh, trainers mm-hmm. who be training, I think, in New York and, and D.C. and in London. And, like, they're all wearing kufis. And, like, they be wearing, like, clothes. And I and I like like you know like they they have the hijab on you know and one brother even has his wife who's nagabi doing straight pull ups and uh what, what what do they call when you go over the pull up bar yeah she's doing straight muscle ups wow. for reps and she's a nagabi she has the gloves on and mm. I'm like to me that's a proper example of fitness because the brother is not showing his 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 uh, belly button he's just training and he's like more modest I mean, he's is he showing I don't I don't know who you're talking about but like it's not even just your belly button or whatever but he's being like overall modest i'm saying like his whole thing is not like how to get abs like the sahaba and he's like unshowing like you know he's not doing that he's just like (laughs) you know these a lot of these calisthenic dudes are talking about like real performance stuff like Uh oh this is how i'm doing like that the flag Mm -hmm. you know like stuff like that you know and then there's also like obviously you there is there is a utility to showing yourself in the gym right especially if you have a audience um that you want to promote like health lifestyle too like a whole complete like we were saying holistic like lifestyle yeah exercise is going to be a part of that i think my issue with it is one again like using it for clout and then two this like fixation and i think it leads to like a lot of weird it can go down like the red pill hole of like this fixation on looking like being strong looking strong and then somehow connecting that to like this is necessarily God wants you at 10% body fat. And like, no one actually says that, but it seems mm. to be the kind of implication. It's like, brothers get strong in the gym so you can protect this, protect that, protect this. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't make much sense, especially cause like nowadays it's like the utility of actually like what, like what is utility nowadays is far more what's up here. And that's actually how it's always been. Mm-hmm. Like fitness is important. I'm not saying discard being strong in the gym, exactly. but like your mind is actually the most important thing to be sharp. Right. So it's like, if your focus is just on, Oh, gym, 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 but you haven't really increased your mental faculties, then you're actually less useful than and the guy who's super skinny it's maybe like fifteen percent body fat, but as a programmer, he's making like one hundred eighty thousand dollars a year. Or even you like, know, like not, even not not money, even not money, even not money monetarily. Yeah. Let's say he works a nine to five, makes ninety k a year, mm-hmm. but he's hitting his salats on time. That's a better every single time. Yeah, you know, like he's not missing a prayer. Yeah, and he's, he and he's actually he can actually teach to use something. For example, he volunteers and he gives Quran classes because we like we talk about the gym. The gym is good. Like, I'm not like, please don't get me wrong. As many gym analogies as we use on this podcast, <laughs> like, <laughs> like the gym is not a bad thing. I'm not saying it is. But there is a there is a dark side, I guess. There is a negative aspect that no one seems to talk like there's there's no nuance in discussion of the gym. It's like, oh, the gym is just good, good, good. Always go to the gym. Get as strong as you can. Look as good as you can. And it's like, yes, as you start looking good, as you start looking better. Right. And you don't have that akhlaq and you don't have that religious teaching. What is that gonna when you look good, look muscular, and you're twelve percent body fat, less than fifteen percent body fat, and I can like visibly see all your jackness, you you look good and you don't have that other stuff, what is that gonna lead to? It's gonna lead to you in the in the kitchen 
doing chores shirtless with some Quran in the background and be like, oh, subhanAllah. <laughs> because you have no other utility. I mean, that's the thing. It's like uh, the gym, I feel like the most um, important thing about physical fit. Wow, I was thinking about this. And, and like to any of the haters, we're literally going to go to the gym right after this. <laughs> so I don't know. Like, so this guy has gym hoodie. I got my gym shirt on. Like yes. we're about to hit the gym after this. But like even then, like unless you're a professional athlete, unless you make your money from the gym, the biggest utility for the gym for most people is not the fact that it makes you look better. It's because what what impacts it has on your mind and you learn life lessons in the gym that you, um, that, that correlate to other areas in life. Yeah. You know, like you learn about hitting goals in other areas from the gym. You know, you learn about overcoming hardship. You learn about self-discipline and it really becomes a metaphor. And it's like most people who go to the gym consistently, most of them don't even look super, super good compared to like half of these Instagram models or whatever, but they're maybe successful in other areas of life because they learn from the gym, for example, Oh, to be a better father, I need to sacrifice the same way. I have to sacrifice to hit like this bench press PR for yeah. instance, you know, as like, again, we, we, I mean, I think the episode, the previous episode we do with my mom is like really, um, as far as the holistic approach is really good. It's a good, really good framework because you can basically, basically apply it to anything. And, Again, like we were saying in that episode, if you just do what you're good at or just do something that you like, the other skills or the other require or the other things that you need, they are going to become less potent. They're going to you're going to get worse at them. They're going to atrophy. As you get better at this thing and you're just pouring all your energy into it, those other things are just going to fall by the wayside. So, <clears throat> I say all that to say gym gym talk, Muslim gym talk. Please just Again, have some nuance in the way that you're um, showing these things and, 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 and discussing these things. Because we should not just be pouring all of our energy into X thing. Yeah, sorry. And I think there are some accounts that do it really well. That that Life with Moaz or whatever. I think I follow him on Thoughtful Banter, right? Yeah, he followed him on Thoughtful Banter, and then I follow him because of that, actually. Yeah. But he's really cool. So he, was he the guy that he was talking about the fitna in the gym? And and now I was gonna say like sh- what what was his name again? Moaz. Moaz. Shout out to him because like he he is the first person I have ever seen a Muslim gym talk talking about that. Like yeah. the brother was actually saying like the gym can lead to fitna. Yes. Like bro. you look to your you look at yourself like oh I'm so attractive I'm so good and it's like brother what are we doing like I'm whether you're single or married like you're posting pictures of your body and you're getting all this attention and like any non-Muslim can be looking and they DM you like. And what the, are we doing? And the reality is, like, let's just talk about what's, sh- like, straight up facts for for a minute. The better you look, the more attention and the more people will be attracted to you, male or female. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, and I don't mean, like, necessarily sexual attraction, but people might just be, like, drawn, drawn to you. People are drawn to drawn you. Drawn to you yeah. more. Because you look good, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so that is... If you don't have everything, that is even more of like an impetus for you to have everything else in check. Because if you don't, you are going to fall flat on your face. <laughs> you're, you're putting yourself into a test that you're not spiritually prepared Ready for. for. Yeah. And it's because you haven't been working on those, on those other areas. Yeah. You know, and I think like, again, the gym's a good, the, the gym attracts us. And I think it's because it's, it's a good metaphor for so many other issues we have in life, you know, and it's like the physical is a symbol for the spiritual. But if we don't make that connection, then we are going to probably be hurting ourselves. You know, like if you're struggling, let's say with lowering your gaze and you t- you get the advice of, oh, if you want to be more attractive, go to the gym. You start hitting the gym and then mashallah, six months later, you look right, but you haven't got better at lowering your gaze. 
then now you're just tempted with a bunch of women who are actually hitting you up, giving you attention also, because you look women nice. women in the same space. Like, that's another thing that people don't talk about. Like, the gym yeah. is filled with things you should not be looking at. Yeah. <laughs> like, so perhaps that person who struggles with lowering their gaze but also needs to work out or should add what needs to add some exercise in their life. Maybe they shouldn't go to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> I know? mean, it doesn't mean that they don't work out. That doesn't mean they don't work out. But, exactly. Exercise does not mean gym. Yeah. You can go home. Like, and that's, a, that's another thing about the whole gym culture. It, it's, it's lost itself. It's so materialistic. It's so void of spirituality. Lots of times it's lost itself. Like the purpose of the gym is to exercise. Yes. But you don't need the gym. Like, you can do push-ups at home. You can do burpees. You can work out like a bro. If prisoners can get jacked, bro, you don't need the gym. Like this is like a lot of young guys are missing out. Like some yeah. young guys come to us in the message and like, oh, bro, like how do you like get stronger and like how do you bring up these body parts and all that? And then you talk to them as like, oh, I don't have a gym membership. It's like, bro, in prison people get jacked. You understand? Like you don't need to be going on TikTok and wearing like the sea bum baggy tees and all that. Like it's cool, right? It's cool if you could do that. But like the purpose of fitness is to take care of your body and bringing yeah. it back to Islam. What people should be talking about is the fact that Allah's given us our bodies, so we have to take care of them. Mm-hmm. The same way how Allah's given us the earth, and we and we have to take care of the earth. You know, that doesn't mean taking care of the earth doesn't mean like taking care of our bodies doesn't mean we have to get the eight percent body fat. Exactly, that's vanity. But maybe <laughs> we should look at ourselves like, hey, if I'm going up the flight of steps and I'm exhausted, I'm out of breath. That's not good. That's that's that's, mm. that's not a good. That's not a good standard of physical fitness. Oh, I can't run a mile. Yeah, that's not good. I can't push up my own body weight. I can't pull up my body weight. You know, I'm not, if, if, if someone, if I had to protect my family, I would literally have zero chance because I'm at the bottom of the barrel of physical fitness. Okay. Maybe, maybe you should get a little bit stronger. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was bars. I don't have anything else. Uh-huh. <laughs> Another thing, um, talking about like losing the point of the gym, the gym, again, going to the gym is to live a healthier lifestyle. And, that includes what you eat as well. Yeah. <laughs> right? And so a lot of these gym influencers... Call me out, bro. They'll, <laughs> they'll go to the gym and then just eat processed meal after processed meal after processed meal and be like, bro, I got that protein in. <laughs> <laughs> you call me out, bro. <laughs> I got that. No, bro. I do it too. Yeah. I do it too. Um, <laughs> You're spitting. I'm just saying it's really important to... I want to go back to it. It's really important to be holistic in your approach to things and make sure you're covering all your bases and of course we can't be perfect in everything and that's not like the expectation i'm i'm, I'm not trying to hold anyone to that expectation lord knows i'm not perfect right? <laughs> like lord knows Same. <laughs> um but i just think we should be more responsible when it comes to the content that we are putting onto the internet we don't know who's consuming it especially in this age when you have kids who are as young as 11 10 9 looking at tiktok and looking up to these idiots on their screen you know it's just a, it's I, crazy bro like we get, this is a rabbit hole i mean it gets it gets so deep because we literally and you say eight nine it gets it gets younger than that i mean kids just give their parent um, parents give their kids just screens mm-hmm. you know like they're not even raising their kids anymore really young kids are looking at stuff um as this latif was mentioning on our previous podcast and like the, again the gym culture as a as a pinnacle for health pretty terrible i mean so many people are on drugs so yeah. many people aren't natural and like at least people are now talking about it because we see like how the majority of even like i physiques like let's say you call you like a seven out of ten the amount of those dudes who aren't natural 
is absurd. Mm-hmm. And guys who are super, super young are taking TRT, which is like probably the best Before. they could take. And then and then and then they take worse. They take Tremblone. They take all this stuff just because in their mind they can't be satisfied with themselves unless they have twenty pounds of extra muscle mass on them. Do you have you seen those dude, the Trent twins? Yes. Bro, yes, they're twenty two they're our age. They're our age and they're, they're, our they're age. huge. They're massive, and but they're on trend, and they got and they started like mid puberty, bro. You didn't even you didn't hit your natural trend, bro. You just and it's like, <laughs> why is this? Like, let's look at it from a spiritual perspective. It's because they they want this dunya, they want this worldly goal so bad, and they want it now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's nothing wrong, bro. If you want to be a unit, like honestly, I want to be a unit. That's yeah. fine, but it's like you can't give yourself until you're thirty. You want to hit it now, and you don't care. If you die, like you, you might die, bro. Your heart's going to explode. You want to like, you know how many bodybuilders die of heart attacks mm-hmm. at young ages? Like if you're a bodybuilder and you've been doing drugs like your whole lifting career, you're lucky if you make it past 50, bro. Like Birch Piana set set the example, bro. Yeah. Birch Piana died young. Yeah. And like you could say what you want. Like, oh, I want to be big and all that. I'm like, y'all, <laughs> I don't know what it is. It, it kind of feels like you, you want to avoid like death or not even death you just want to be young and like being your prime forever but you're not even letting yourself hit your natural prime mm-hmm. like it's just sad i'm like there's more <laughs> to life like again people aren't there's so much more to life than just having like abs yeah like if or, you or even having a lot of money yeah all these things like imagine if you set if you've told yourself that the only way i could be happy is by having my body look a certain way then you've set yourself up for failure anything in the for anything in the future. Like imagine you get cancer or you get sick or something happens and your physique kind of falls off for a bit. You're not happy with yourself in the mirror. Yeah. Andrew, there's there's a great clip where Andrew Schultz is talking to Liver King. And Liver King is talking about like working out every day and like like looking like all the stuff, ancestral tenets or whatever. Andrew Schultz is spitting and, and this is before I think the steroid thing came out. Uh. And Liver King was speechless because Andrew Schultz was like I think I've seen this. He's like you. He's like the fact that you have to feel you you, for you to feel good about yourself. You have to lift heavy things every day and look a certain way. That's crazy because when I ask myself like, what am I happy about? I ask myself like, am I have I been a good provider? Have I been good to my friends? Have I been good to my family? Because of lifting heavy things every day and looking crazy shredded, shirtless makes you a man. Though who the hell am I? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and I think I'm a good man because I take care of my family. I take care of my friends. And I think there's like this, like, and I think we should caution away from this, especially as Muslims. We should caution away from this. But there's this spirit of materialism that that a lot of times is in these, even the Muslim ones, is in these like um, gym talk, gym influencer videos, right? And so if our ontology, if what we believe exists, or even what we subconsciously um, accept. Even if we don't say with our tongues, but we subconsciously mm-hmm. accept, accept in the way that we're presenting some things, is that only the material world exists? Then the outcome is, the, like the logical conclusion of that is, yes, it just it matters how good I look, right? But if we frame everything, and one of the one of the kids yesterday gave a presentation, and he was talking about how people constantly are in pursuit of the scarce resource that is uh, value, and I was talking about the beautiful thing in Islam is that it can fix these weird, perverse incentive structures by framing it in, in, in a structure that is that's perfect. And the perfect structure is God, because 
you can never you can do god is infinite you will never get tired of pursuing god because there is always god to pursue right and so then once you know that you frame all of these things in that framework so i'm getting my body in shape for the sake of god i'm going after money for the sake of god i'm going after these things for the sake of god and you'll never you'll never be tired you'll never be tired even if you don't hit the material goal that you have if you're doing everything with that intention and you're doing the things you're supposed to do you're not you're not losing you can't lose you can't it's beautiful <laughs> it's so beautiful <laughs> <laughs> oh subhanallah i just I had to let you cook <laughs> i'm a work like i feel like on the on the mashallah you're spitting on on the podcast i mean it's, it's, it's a learning process a lot of times in the past both of us interrupt each other because mm-hmm. we're used to completing each other's sentences and i was recently listening to a joe rogan clip for like podcast advice and he was talking about podcasts as a podcasting is a dance I just I just had this instant just now where you're going, I was like, just let him cook. Let him cook. <laughs> I said let him cook. <laughs> oh my god. Mashallah. I could expand that out even further. Like I could go like No, go, really bro. Deep into let, the I'm week. gonna let you cook like a oh. pressure cooker, bro. <laughs> like my mama cooking some lamb, bro. But um I was having these conversations about like, you know, capitalism, like ec- economy, like capitalism versus socialism versus all these things or whatever. And so a lot of times when a resource is scarce, right? <clears throat> a resource is scarce. Um, in a capitalist society, what happens is if supply for something is low and a lot of people want that thing, then the price for it goes up, right? And so the capitalist, the free market capitalist argument for allowing price gouging is this. When there's a shortage of a supply, so say there's a shortage of water, the demand for it goes up. The supply for it is low. The price for it should also be able to follow the market. So it should be able to go up as well. If, even if we get to like $400 for $25 or whatever, the market should be allowed to do that. That signals to consumers and that signals to entrepreneurs. What that signals to consumers is conserve the water that you do have and only buy what you need, right? So if you only have six hundred dollars right in the case of water is two hundred dollars maybe you only buy one right (laughs) because you might need that four hundred dollars for something else so it signals the consumer that and then what it signals to entrepreneurs who are outside of the affected area is hey let's bring water there so we can make a profit and so the incentive the profit incentive essentially fixes the the price gouging because once entrepreneurs start coming to the area to fulfill that need the supply of water then increases and the price of water goes down. Long story, right? But in Islam, price gouging is not allowed. And the incentive is still there, but it's different. The incentive is bring water to these people, help your brothers in faith, because that will give you more, that will bring you closer to God. So you see, it's like Islam literally has these <laughs> these things in it where it just flips that incentive structure and again doesn't matter if it costs you fifteen hundred dollars to take water to these people you lost in this world but you gained infinitely in the next 
you can't lose. <laughs> you can't. So most of them you can't. Like really, like we got to make a whole episode. I feel like um, I feel like it'd be really entertaining to like make just like a list of problems mm. and just show how Islam solves everything. Mm. You know, like Islam is literally a perfect religion, and like. We're seeing this trend on social media where everyone's converting it. And sometimes it's a little bit cringy just because we look at, like, the monetization of the religion itself. But I do feel like a, a lot of what's happening is that the world has been pushing, like, it's when things become very unbalanced, you see people rush towards the other direction to find balance. You know, so oftentimes there's this level of pain we need to go through to make a change in our life. I forget what it's called, but the example is, like, many times if, if your situation is... Um, if your situation is bad but tolerable, you won't change it because it's just good enough. Like, let's say you have a job and your manager is kind of a jerk and driving there sucks. But the pay is enough that you don't quit. You're going to keep going there. Mm-hmm. But if you yeah, yeah. if you work this job that's just too bad, the pain is intolerable and you're going to change. I think that applies to even like spirituality, right? Where it's like, oh, I'm a decent person. My fitra is not telling me I'm really bad. So... I'm okay. I'm just going to be in this gray area where I'm just like kind of agnostic. I'm not really practicing, but oftentimes the guy or girl who's like been deep in the sin and they're just in a completely hedonistic lifestyle, something in them's like, we need to run, run fast the other direction, mm-hmm. you know, and we, we got to fix it. We got to <laughs> fix this. Yeah. And you see people like on the extreme ends come back, come to Islam because they're just seeing like how logical Islam is in this world right now where where things are making less and less and less sense, you know? So I don't think this episode would be this fire. <laughs> It'd be like that. I don't know. Yeah. Anything you want to add? No, we can wrap it up. We can wrap it up, man. I mean, incentive structures. We, we got to talk more about this later though. Inshallah. Inshallah. Yeah. I'll try to like, I, I don't know how many people of, of from this podcast will I think follow people, my blog, but yeah. um, I just started it. Don't expect it to get much out of it, but basically I just want to, continue like improving my writing skills um so i like like talking about stuff like this inshallah we'll actually post some of your content on thoughtful banter mm. because i feel like this that's a i feel like bro everyone who's listening to this podcast enjoys hearing you think hello, hello. your nerdiness <laughs> don't be so shy so everyone uh follow hussein's blog and inshallah we'll be posting some snippets of it mm. um on the page consistently um for those of you who are still listening thank you so much we really do appreciate it we're humbled by uh your presence this year um i really i'm really happy with how consistent we've been um things have been you know working out so again thank you to you share this episode if you enjoy it with a friend uh, make sure to rate it on whatever uh streaming platform you're using and if you are um so uh if you got the bread if you have the bread please uh, spare us some of that bread and go to our uh, <laughs> patreon page and support us there yeah. to help us make more episodes like this Inshallah. possible also we're going to be at Marifa. i know we put this on our uh instagram yes sir but in case you didn't see that we're going to be at Marifa. we're going to have a booth at Marifa. for all of you people that are constantly sliding in me or matthew's dms talking about we want to be on the podcast you better show up because you just your wish just might come true that's all that's i want right. to say that's right dean <laughs> all right guys all right assalamualaikum